Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why are we still uh, fighting against certain uh, veterans groups in court? Uh, Because uh, they are asking for more than we are able to give right now. Um, They are asking for more than we... Well, no. Hang on. You're asking... You're asking for honest answers. So there it is. That's the one where Mr. Trudeau was asked specifically about providing more support or proper support for military veterans. Because uh, we're not doing it because they're asking for more than we can give right now. All right. So you had uh, $10 million for Omar Cotter. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to forget about that, I guess. But we haven't. And it's these sorts of situations, these realities, these performances by the current prime minister, which are going to haunt him. Just remember his uh, effusive, effusive, effusive acknowledgement after uh, Fidel Castro died. You know, he really thought you were talking, you know, he was talking about a, a wonderful leader who was loved by his people. And then he caught Hades for it within hours. Because the fact is that Castro terrorized and and killed the Cubans who dissented against him. Mr. Trudeau didn't quite understand that. And then, uh, in typical Justin Trudeau fashion, he didn't go to the funeral for, you know, the great leader from Cuba. Because he'd been intimidated by the voters who'd said, enough. Well, uh, I, and I, I exchange a lot of emails. I hear from a lot of people in personal discussions about the political reality in this country, where we stand federally and where we're going. And Roy, what do you think is going to happen in the next federal election? Well, you know what I think is going to happen. I think the liberals are going to lose, and they're going to lose big. And I told you that a couple of years ago. It wasn't a mystery then. It's no more a mystery today. And the conservatives will win. They'll have a majority government. You can quote me on that. But, but what happened? What happened because one of our guests was elected in the massive illiberal, did I say illiberal? <laughs> the massive liberal party win in 1993, where Jean Chrétien who said, uh, we're going to get rid of the GST. Um, I can't do that because it wrecks my voice. Uh, Jean Chrétien, he was in my studio sitting with me saying, oh, yeah, we're going to get rid of the GST. Sheila Copps was here with him. And, um, and, and they destroyed the majority government of the progressive conservatives of then prime minister for two weeks, or two days, or two minutes, or two seconds, Kim Campbell, who was on this program a lot as well at that time. And, that, and they stayed in power for a long time. So, so my, one of my guests didn't, I was going to say, rode that liberal wave into, uh, into a seat in Parliament. He didn't, because he's very well-liked, very well-respected. He still is, Dan McTagg. And we have another liberal MP, former, who was a part of our, as I said last hour, Beauties and the Beast gang. And I, I, say, I say we're a gang, because we're going to get jackets. We're going to get B&B jackets. Uh, and, and Michelle Simpson's going to pay for them. She was, she was elected as a liberal MP in 2008. Put the pot up on it. Talk to them. Um, so, so Michelle, you're going to buy the jackets, are you? 
Let me talk to him. Uh, I think you should be starting with Dan. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got you more money? He's got more money? <laughs> you know, into our demise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just want to know who's buying the jackets, the B&B jackets. Oh, I, I don't know. Awesome. I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you both for joining us. It's an important conversation we're having. Because there's so much going on in the world, there are so many issues that we're facing from the economy, now the international turmoil, the questions about what leadership is really all about, and whether it's, a, it's whether an election campaign is all about, let's make the promises that the people are going to maybe not believe, but they'll, because it sounds good, so they'll vote for us because it's another layer of icing on the cake. But the cake inside is still not, still not what it ought to be. Um, okay, so the question is, what happened to the Liberal Party that was elected in 2015? And Mr. Trudeau, who had a majority government at that time, Mr. McTagg, you rode into Parliament in 1993 with this massive Liberal majority. What has happened to the Trudeau government? Is it the mismanagement of the party by Trudeau? Is it just time? Their time has run out? What's, what's happening in there? What happened to them? Well, thank you, Roy, and hello, Michelle. And uh, <laughs> how do I uh, how do I go back uh, several chapters? I think what is uh, very clear is that the Liberal Party of today is uh, not at all the same Liberal Party that uh, both Michelle and I served under. Um, and a, a party that uh, strove to create opportunities that uh, had a pretty simple and very clear plan to uh, improve uh, an economy that had been frankly, sputtering for decades before under both Liberals and Conservatives, uh, both Brian Mulroney and uh, and uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau and even John Turner for that brief time he was there. Two weeks. Clark, we had seen, you know, basically stagflation. The economy was moribund. Uh, and there was a sense that the country was coming apart. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you put all these things together? Uh, you know, I think in our time it was, here's our plan. It's not a great one, but it's better than nothing. And if someone can do better, then by all means, yeah. Do that. But you were elected. You were elected on a lie. Well, the GSC was one part of it. Uh, well, no, but it was a lie. Well, of course it was. It was a lie because it, it, you went around the country. No, you look, wait a minute. Wait a minute. All the liberals, except for you and John Nunziata, were running around the country bellowing, "We're going to get rid of the GST," and, and you didn't. And we all knew you weren't going to get rid of it, but you still had a massive majority because of the lack of popularity of the progressive conservatives and Kim Campbell. So this is where I think. Dan, with due respect, this is where I think Trudeau finds himself now. He's become the modern-day Kim Campbell. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what it is he's, he's, he is pushing, except for the green agenda, mm-hmm. uh, the net zero marketing scheme, which, of course, is not well-defined, but uh, has brings with it 130 regulations and uh, policies, of which you know carbon taxes are only one or two. Uh, and he is going to try to ride that horse right to the end uh, on the assumption. Is that he going to win? Believe that the client, no, absolutely not. He's going to be he's going to be slaughtered. And uh, the liberals that have uh, gone around him are not like the liberals of the generation of myself and uh, Michelle, where when you saw problems, you would actually raise these issues and you would push back on the leadership and the policies that are there. The difference between myself, Michelle, and the generation, the crop of liberals you you see here is that they are so loyal to this uh, leader that uh, it doesn't matter how bad his policies or what his antics may be or how many scandals. At the end of all of this, 
they will support, they will go down with the ship, okay. uh, a ship that I uh, say is now already taken on significant water. Yeah, it's really listing. It's listing. It's listing pretty badly. Uh, Michelle, there are there are uh, there are many Canadians who are so cynical now about the political reality. Uh, where, where who will say, well, wait a minute, the loyalty of uh, of members of parliament is to the job, to the great salary, to the fantastic pension plan. Yeah, that's where their loyalty lies. I don't know if that's overly cynical. I sometimes share that view. Not all of them. And you t- you took a huge chance by his being ethical, and you paid a tremendous price for being ethical. You were attacked by the party leader. You were attacked by the, uh, the whip. You were ordered not to speak in parliament. You couldn't acknowledge the death of a police officer who was a constituent of yours and a, couldn't acknowledge the death of, the, of a, a young Canadian soldier who died in Afghanistan. You were not allowed to do that because you decided that Canadians had the right to know how you were spending your tax dollars as far as uh, the, uh, the expenses were concerned, and they didn't want that. So you paid a huge price. And the shortly, I mean, the liberals were in opposition then, right? Yeah. So you're a very principled human being. When you look at this liberal party of today and you look at the leadership of Justin Trudeau, and you know the guy because you sat with him in, in, in parliament. You didn't have any choice. That's where they sat you. You had to sit with Trudeau every day. What a thrill. Um, what's happened to these people? Roy, I think that um, too many of them have been worshipping at the altar of Trudeau. It's the name. Mm -hmm. The name, and that's it. And beyond that, there isn't much substance. I didn't see it when I uh, sat beside him. In any of the discussions I had, it was simply, he was a brand. And they all tried to brand themselves, except... um, I would say not so much with Chrétien. It was the Liberal Party. And then under Martin, it became the Martin Liberals. And then uh, by the time we got uh, to Stéphane Dion, uh, there wasn't any branding, and he didn't have... He was a, a really good person, but he didn't have any caucus roots. Yeah, and he had, no, dog, and he had a dog named Kyoto. <laughs> kind of killed it for me. Exactly. But, and, and Ignatius, even less so. He came out of left field, yeah. and he thought he was the smartest guy in the room, and we got decimated to 35 seats. Yeah, we did. I was lucky enough to sit with some principled people, like Dan, who, um, it, it's not a matter of age, who was able to mentor me uh, through... The learning curve I had to go through. Yeah, I have to say this about Mr. McTagg. He said something on my program in 1993 before the election. And he he didn't do what he said he was going to do. And the first person to come into the studio after he didn't do what he said he was going to do was Dan McTagg. And he said, I'm here to take it. Lay it on me. And we did. So I've always had tremendous respect for, for you, Dan. You know that. We're friends. And, and you're, you're a principled guy, and you live, the, you, your view of the world of politics is exactly what it should be. So, all right, so uh, if, if, the, if we all three agree, and most Canadians agree, according to polling, that it's over now for Mr. Trudeau, it's over for Stephen Gilbo, he can go back to these, whatever his, his group was called, was it 
something. I forget what it was called. Um, Anarchist League. <laughs> is is Pierre Polyev the the answer? Do you, what, do you look at as political observers? Do you see enough in the conservatives and Pierre Polyev to have confidence that he's going to provide the leadership that Canada requires, Mister McTagg? Well, if he behaves the way the Liberals did in our time and brings politics back to the center and focuses on what matters to Canadians, being able to make ends meet, uh, not on, you know, tooting this horn, but affordability, uh, getting a government that isn't spending beyond its means, recognizing uh, our place in the world. Um, I think these are things that uh, that will certainly help him win back. Uh, but Dan, do you see... Do you have confidence that he's going to do the very things that you say he needs to do? Do you, When you see him, he's on this show a lot. Do you have confidence yeah, well, he's going to do what he says he's going to do? Yeah, I think he will, because I've known him for a long time, and uh, I've seen him in, in action, and many will disparage him. That's fine. That's part of the, uh, that's part of the game. Uh, but I think he's very committed to the policies that he's put out there. And some of those policies are so good that the Liberals are starting to pick up on them, uh, whether it's housing, uh, whether it happens to be some of the other policies that I've seen the Liberals pick up and chime in on very recently. I suspect that when his policies come out, he's going to have to make them look a whole lot like the Liberals of 1993, my generation, uh, of creating opportunity and saying this is what we stand for. And no, uh, not having a GST moment where you say you're going to do something and do something quite different. Uh, yeah. If he can hold to that, it'll be more than a one-term majority wonder. So neither of you is a member of Parliament anymore. Neither of you is a member of the Liberal Party any longer. And Trudeau's lost a lot of his key players. He got rid of a lot of his key players because they disagreed with him. And the one that always sticks out to me is Jody Wilson-Raybould. And we've spoken to her, uh, Ms. Raybould on this, Wilson-Raybould on this program quite a few times. And once in a while, she and I are in touch. Um, but Michelle, uh, when you see Dan, uh, Dan McTagg, <laughs> when you see Dan McTagg, do you think no, he'll make no, a good prime minister? No <laughs> do you think Dan McTagg will make a good prime minister? Oh, uh, oh absolutely. No, okay, okay. I really do. Okay. Uh, Pierre Polyev, Pierre Michelle, do you have confidence Pauliev. in him? Um, I'm not quite as sold as Dan may be. He's making all the right moves to change, but he really has to buy in to the change that he's trying to show Canadians. Okay. You know, it's more than less brill cream and no glasses, and he, he really cream. has to soften the tone. <laughs> brill I, cream. Yeah, I think there's no question. <laughs> a little dabble, do you? <laughs> a little yeah. dabble, do you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But. Okay. Hey, listen, uh, we're, we're, we're out of time, but thank you both so much. I think that should be the, the party slogan for the next election. A little dabble, dabble do you? Dabble, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, really well done, right. Michelle. You, she's really good. Okay, brill cream, a little dabble, do you? <laughs> What was it? Uh, you look so debonair, Bill Cream, a little dabble do you. The girls love to get oh. their fingers in your hair. Boom, boom. Oh. Dan, it was a pleasure speaking with you again. I hope we do so soon. I, I think so as well, Michelle. Good to hear from you, and uh, thanks for giving us this opportunity. Uh, it's always great to talk to you both. Thank you so much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.